Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, sis. I really, I really, I I could just hear the moment that you were speaking. I could just hear the Holy Spirit speaking to you. And all I could hear was my father talking through my sister. And it just blessed my soul. And I'm honored that my father sees me like that. And I'm honored that my sister sees me like that. I'm honored that, that, that God would, would, would make me so comfortable in him in the day and age where sometimes we don't, we're not as comfortable in, in the environments that we're surrounded by. But without further ado, let me get, let me get into straight prayer. <clears throat> First and foremost, I want to give an honor to my God, my Lord, my Savior, Jesus Christ, the keeper, the comforter, the shelter, my strength, my sacrifice. I thank the indwelling Holy Spirit that gave me the power to walk away from everything that disappointed my Father in heaven. I thank each and every one of you that are under the sound of my voice for tuning in because it is an awesome, but I thank my beautiful wife and my lovely daughter who stand with me and who stand by me through each and every test, trial, and tribulation who put up with my ups and my downs and strengthen and encourage me by will of the Holy Ghost. My beautiful wife, uh, apostolic prophetic evangelist, Ilona Morris, and my beautiful daughter, Minister Niel Price Morris. God bless you. I love you all. You guys are uh, amazing. But I also want to give a shout out and, uh, and, and bless my <clears throat> the overseer and under-shepherd, the visionary of this line. Uh, Apostle Linda Lorraine Anderson, God bless you, woman of God. That's my mother in the spirit, my mother in this earth realm and and, and, and battling who intercedes for all of us that are here. You know, if you're here, you're not here by chance. You're here because God ordained for you to be here. And if if you remain, you're here because God has made it for this time to be set in place for you to receive his word. And this is always happening seven days a week right here. So welcome home welcome you know you can call in when you're feeling down call in when you're not feeling down call in when you need a word call in when you just want to support somebody or you want to pray this is the place the wailing wall international prayer ministries and so i just thank each and every one on the sound of my voice my sister overseer canon uh uh prophetess lala god bless me prophetess laquasha God bless you. God bless each and every one under the sound of my voice. All the mothers, Lady Joan Pierre. Thank you. God bless you, Evangelist Shanika. God bless you. And before I go any further, I love the testimonies about the the turnaround on the money. Whoo, that was powerful. But what I want to say is, I think we might have missed uh, the testimony where a, where where a life was spared where the life where the enemy and the spirit of premature death 
was trying to cut off a life before it could reach its purpose. And that life is here today against all odds. Crushed between two cars. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, we must be mindful. While money, we can get money. Money is going, we can find ways for money to re return to us. But the life of a loved one, especially a child, I would want someone to grab this for their child in case their child is out there being wild and wilding out. That, they're, 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 that God would make a way to cover our children even when we're not around. Hallelujah. 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 Are you hearing me? Somebody take your phone off mute and say hallelujah. Because I know you got children. And your children right now are covered by your prayers. Right now, your children are covered by your prayers. They're covered by your service. They're covered by what God is doing. You better shout like it's your child. Hallelujah. Hey. 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 Hey, yes, Lord. Ramase Antorolo Sediava. Thank you for keeping our children. Yeah. Hey. I'm just saying that testimony, that testimony came on the heels of Monday and Tuesday where we fast from when we get up to 12 p.m. all for our children. That was a timely testimony. I'm not shading or overshadowing any because they're all powerful, but any time when the, we know the enemy is trying to steal our children and the Lord says, nah, uh-uh, 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 you can't have him. You can't have this one. You, you can't have this one. That's a powerful testimony, saints. That's a powerful testimony. And, and the word of God says what? That what you make happen for another, God will make happen for you. So if you celebrate Evangelist Shanika, God is going to do the same thing for your children. When, when, when we're nowhere around, when we're nowhere near them, he'll do the same thing for yours. Because you celebrated hers. Are we listening? Are we listening? Yes. Hallelujah. Woo! God is amazing. Oh, that's the chills up my spine. Oh, I just because I know my kids. I got a couple of knuckleheads, but I know the Lord. I know the Lord. The Lord just told me today through the evangelist that he got mine. And if you know he got yours, just take your phone off mute real quick and say, God's got mine. Say it right now. Just take this. God's got minds. Hey! God's got minds. Hey! Hey! Yes! Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Basoro masete andoro lanyova. Yera yabar leha dios varosia. Yabarosia. Hey, 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 hey! In the name. He's got mine. He's got mine. They coming in. They can come in limping, but they coming in. They can come in. They coming in. They coming in to the kingdom. They coming in. Hey, all of them. Grandchildren, great grandchildren. They all coming in. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. They're coming in. They're coming in. Hallelujah. Whew, hallelujah. 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 Let me get into prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for allowing us to wake up this morning. Father, we thank you for carrying us through last night. We thank you for wonderful, powerful testimonies. We thank you for saving Darius Brown. We thank you for saving our children. Thank you for keeping them. We thank you for the, for the benefits of our hard work and prayer and staying with you, Father, that great is your faithfulness, that our children will be saved from the jaws of the lion. Father, we thank you for keeping us and comforting us in the name 
name of Jesus Christ, Heavenly Father, open the eyes and ears of all those who are under the sound of my voice that we may receive the word that you have for your saints at this hour, for your sons and daughters. Father, we declare and decree we take authority against every hindering spirit, spirit of distraction, diversion, every spirit that would seek to steal the word. Father, we declare and decree that your face be against our enemies, that the nostrils of the air of your nostrils blast our enemies right out of our path, and that the very fist of God strike and smite every enemy trying to steal our children, our family, and this word. And so, Father, glorify yourself. Glorify your word. Glorify your name. Glorify your heart. And let all who hear, hear the word of the Lord. These things I declare and decree in Jesus' name. <clears throat> so be it. If you have your Bibles, I want you to turn with me, if you can, to the book of Luke at chapter 9, verse 50, starting at verse 57 through 62. Luke chapter 9, starting at verse 57 through 62. Yeah, this is it's an amazing how God does what he does when he aligns things that happen in life to what we're doing. See, that, that, that testimony was meant to give us uh, encouragement to keep pursuing, to keep going forward because God is doing things in each of us. God is making a way where there seems to be no way. God is opening a door where there seems to be no door. But God also covers those who are connected to us. Yeah. He covers those who are connected to us. He covers those who are connected to you. Yes, they're precious in his sight because they are connected to you and you are connected to them. Hallelujah. I, I just want to cry out because that it, it, it right there that 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 stirred me up, you know, because the Lord had. Put it on my spirit. I'm telling you to cry out, to go to my prayer list and call out everybody's name one by one. To call out and to cry. And for some strange reason, those three young men um, at our church, three of the young men at our church, stood out and I just could not lift. I could not lift. I could not live off of Darius Brown. I could not live off of Jay Sean. I could not live off of Stosha Taylor. And I could not live off of, of Marion. I couldn't. But, but this is powerful that God would bring back the results to show you that even when you are worried, somebody, God has somebody covering you and God has somebody covering your seed. But today, my task is to get you to stay focused, to get you to pay attention to what God is saying. So let's get to the word of God as we speak. Luke at chapter 9, verse 57. I'll start in the King James, but I want to share another version with y'all that I believe is powerful. But listen closely. <clears throat> and it reads, And it came to pass that as they went in the way, a certain man said unto him, Lord, I will follow thee wherever, wheresoever thou goest. I'm going with you wherever you go. And Jesus said unto him, foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the son of man hath not where to lay his head. And he said unto another, follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Jesus said unto him, let the dead bury their dead. But go, you go and preach the kingdom of God. And another also said, Lord, I will follow thee. Let me first go bid them farewell, which are at my home, at my house. And Jesus said unto him, No man, having put his hand to the plow and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. This is our focal point. This is our foundational text at verse 62 and Jesus said unto him no man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God today I'm preaching to you from the topic simply leave them in the rear view leave them 
in the rear view. Leave them in the rear view. Hashtag how yesterday murder tomorrow. I said hashtag how yesterday murdered tomorrow. We are faced in this particular point of the scripture, the holy word of God. We're faced at a positional point where now Jesus have men that have been walking with him, but now it's time to see where their heart is. Now, 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 if you, if we remember the word of God clearly in the book of John, he did, Jesus did it before. He did it before when he told them, when he realized that they were following him because their bellies was full on the fishes and the loaves, and he had to tell them, you know, if you want to come with me, you got to eat my flesh and drink my blood. He wanted to see where their heart is. And so now we find ourselves in the chapter, ninth chapter of Luke, at verse 57 through 62, we find ourselves where Jesus now has these disciples walking with him. Not just people who had experienced a miracle, but people who had become disciples. And that means learned ones or disciplined ones, students, pupils, those who had decided to follow him. And so now what we face, we're faced with Jesus understands what needs to happen. There needs to be an understanding of what is coming. So he says at verse, at, at verse 57, Matt, Luke tells us that it came to pass that as they went in the way, a certain man said unto him, Lord, I will follow thee wheresoever thou goest. In other words, hey, hey, uh, Lord, I'm going with you. I'm with you. I'm, uh, I'm down with you like four flats on the Cadillac. We're going we gonna to ride together. You know, we're going to ride this thing out no matter what. Come what may. Everybody like to say that, huh? Come what may. I'm with you, Jesus, wherever you go, through hell and high water, I'm on your, I'm on your side. Through sickness and health, till death do us part, I'm on your side. I'm with you. I'm with you, Jesus. I got you. And Jesus said unto him, foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man have nowhere to rest his head. This is amazing. This is amazing here. That, that, that Jesus, the very Son of God, the very instrument of our salvation, the very structure of all that we follow, the blueprint and the architect, would come down here to uncertainty when he could come down here as a king. Come down here in the palace. Come down here with the finest robes. Come down here with the finest horses. But he comes with nowhere to rest his head. Nowhere to rest his head. I, I, I thought this was amazing because in the days, in our walk with God, we find ourselves burdened by things that we have left behind. We, we find ourselves burdened by things that appear to be glorious and appear to be strong, but really were strenuous and weights around our ankles. We find ourselves, when pressured by the enemy, we find ourselves looking back to the familiar. We, we, we want to go forward in the full speed of all that God is. We want to pursue God. We want to seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, knowing that he promises that all these things shall be added unto us. But yet when there are things that happen in our lives, there is a tendency to look back. Yeah, we're, we're, we're on the highway, we're doing 65 and uh, 75, but we're looking in the rear view. Today, God wants to burn the rear view out of your system. Today, God wants you to know that what's behind you has no progress in your process. What's behind you is a neutralizing force if you return. Are you here? Okay, somebody missed that. What's behind you is a neutralizing. That means there's no motion. It stops me from progressing because it doesn't take for me to go back for me to look back. 
looking back now from where we see it in the eyes of Jesus, looking back is not just a motion, but it is a mindset. Looking back is a mindset that literally pulls us into a place where we refuse to move forward. There are things that are occurring that the enemy is bringing around us strategically designed to keep us in a posture or a mindset of looking back. Backwards. I can't go forward. Backwards. I can't move in progression. Backwards. I have no I have no type of forward progress or motion towards what God is calling me into because I keep looking back. Where is the power? Is there any power in looking back? Why? I'm glad you asked that question, saints of God. God bless you. Yes, there there are several Power of several good, good ways to look back. How? One, we look back as a meaning to see what God has brought us out of. We thank you, baby. My reflect. It's called reflection. We reflect on what God has brought us out of. Why? Because when we reflect on all that God has brought us out of, it makes us more comfortable with where we are today. We won't want to try to keep up with the Kardashians and the Joneses who are on the highway to hell. But we are going to be comfortable and content. Paul said it that we, we, it would be great that he, we could find contentment where we are in life. Why? Because that's where God has placed us. But it's quite easy for us not now. Now, what would be another comfortable way of reflection looking back? Uh, uh, looking back not only for a reflection, but looking back for what? A testimony. Looking back for a testimony. Because you and I both know that the Bible declares in the book of Revelation that we overcome him, that's Satan, we overcome him, those demons, we overcome him, the old man that we're trying to murder and bury every day, by what? By the blood of the Lamb and the word of what? Of our testimony. That's a two-part testimony. Our testimony about our lives and who we used to be and our testimony of speaking the word of God. Are you with me? Can I get an amen? I'm going to do a post check. I'm going to do a post check. Amen? Somebody take the phone off and you say amen. I need to know you're breathing. Say amen. Amen. We're on the surgery table. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And so, and so at verse 59, he says, And he said unto another... Listen to this. Watch this. Follow me. He said unto another, follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. I need you to pay attention to what is being said right here. This is a very powerful moment that is happening right here. In my Bible, and I got that I got that super giant print right now, y'all. You know, I can see you from Texas. But you know, it helps. It helps, you know, you know. And so and so he said, Follow me. That's in red. You know what that means? That means that's a call. That's a call. They were already walking with him. Wait a minute. How do you know they were already walking with him? Well, in chapter, verse 57, it said, And it came to pass that as they went in the way, that means they were walking with him already. Watch this. Uh, I'll throw you something better. Matthew version uh, of the same, of the same, uh, Matthew's testimony of the exact same story says this at Matthew 18, verse 19. Y'all should write these verses down. Matthew 18, verses 19, it says, And a certain scribe came and said unto him, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. So now we see that this man is not just an average man, but this man is a man who knows the word. He's a scribe. That means he knows the law of God. He knew the word. He knew the Torah. He knew 
the written word of God. So this man was a man who knew the word of God, who knew that you have to first see, you have to see God, love God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength. And Jesus turned to him. He the first one Jesus turned to and said, follow me. <laughs> but he says, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Here's another portion, hard portion. This is hard to swallow. He wants them to know. He want the writer wants you to know, or should I say the writer who is the Holy Spirit, through the inspired writer, which is Luke, wants you to know how close this man is, how close the death is to this man. How close is his father? Now the next thing that comes might seem cold blooded. It might seem it might seem very difficult and hard to swallow. Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their dead. But you go, go thou and preach the kingdom of God. You go preach the kingdom. Because your being there can't bring him back to life. But you can go out and bring somebody that's spiritually dead into spiritual life. Okay, somebody missed that one. I said, excuse me, the Holy Spirit said, you can't bring the physically dead back to life unless it's ordained by God because he did say we could raise the dead. But you can go out and bring the spiritually dead into spiritual life. Are you listening? Are you listening? Jesus said unto him, let the dead bury their dead, but you go preach the kingdom. What is he saying? Your mission statement is to go forward no matter what happens, go preach the kingdom. No matter what happens in your life or what happens to something that comes from your past, go preach the word. No matter what happens or what you may face or come what may, preach the kingdom. Be instant, in season and out of season. When someone's alive or when someone passes away, you preach the kingdom of God. Preach the kingdom of God. Teach the kingdom of God. Live the kingdom of God. Walk in the kingdom of God. Stand in the kingdom of God. Show the power of the kingdom of God. Deliver the love of the kingdom of God. Be humble for the kingdom of God. Get out your rear view. Get out your rear view. Get out your rear view. Yeah. Get out of what's behind you because you don't have to physically go back to go back. You don't have to physically go back to mentally go back. You can go back in your mind far before you go back in your body. Don't look back. Get out your rear view. There's nothing that God is trying to do through you that is going to be prosperous when you look back, uh, I think about this how, and this is just my own personal revelation that the Lord gave me, but I want to share it with you, that, that, that the Lord showed me, uh, he, he began to show me Moses, and he, he showed me how Moses had murdered the man, and then Moses fled, and he fled, and then he wound up in Midian, and he was a, a shepherd, uh, herding sheep for years, and, and then God called him one day when he was, what, 80 years old, because he lived 40 years in Egypt. He murdered the man. He ran for 40 years and hid out in the back countries, and then God called him, and then he went back to Egypt, but he went back to pull out. He didn't go back to stay. It was a divine appointment that was based on a promise. Okay, let me say that again. It was a divine appointment that was based on a promise of God. What the Lord showed me is that sometimes when he sends us forward, we believe it's our work to go back. Even though Jesus tells us himself that a prophet is honored everywhere except for in his own hometown and in his own country and in his own house. 
Jesus said that. Jesus also said that if they persecute me, they'll persecute you. He said that if they hate you because they hated me first. What, 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 what is all that going? Where are we going with all this? This means that if it's not a direct order from God, looking back is a hindrance. Oh, okay, okay. It, it, excuse me. Looking back can hurt you. Okay, let me say it again. Looking back can kill you. Looking back can cut you off spiritually. Looking back can stop your God-given destiny. Acts. Lot's wife. Right? She didn't go back. She just looked. She just looked. And it, and it became a salty situation for her. She was turned into a pillar of salt. She was turned into the very thing that would be used to destroy because one of the main components of brimstone and sulfur salt is in there. Yeah, you get turned into ashes, an ash heap, because you look back to the dead. Yeah, when God designed you, us, me and you, all of us, to not look back. Amen? And, and then in 61 he says, And another also said, Lord, I will follow thee, but let me first go bid them farewell which are at home at my house. I want to go with you, Jesus, but let me go. Let me go tie up these loose ends real quick. Yeah, now I gotta go say you know, bye to Pookie and Ray Ray, Big Steve and Joe. I gotta go say goodbye to Lil Mo with the gimpy leg. I gotta go say goodbye to everybody. Hmm. But how many of you are? How many of us know that Jesus always led by example? Jesus always led. By example, Jesus left home. He left Nazareth. He left Galilee. He left everything that was familiar to him. He left it all behind. He left the carpenter shop. He left Joseph. He left it all. The moment that God called him and said, come on, I need you to go out to this. I need you to go out to the Jordan. John is waiting for you. I need you to step on in there. And then when he certified and solidified him and said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. It said that Jesus was led by the spirit out into the wilderness and was tempted and tested 40 days and after that he came out in full power then he went into the synagogue and said the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor ah, to set and free them that are bruised to open the doors to the captives to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of the Lord's vengeance. And hallelujah, my wife is nailing it. She said and he wouldn't have been able to do that if he didn't leave everything. He would not have walked into his purpose. He said, hold on, uh, hold on, Father, let me go say uh, bye to Jude, uh, to Jude and to and to Joe, and let me go say goodbye to Mary. As a matter of fact, <laughs> as a matter of fact, Jesus was literally inside of a home preaching and teaching the word of God, and they legitimately, the, the, the Bible says that his brothers and sisters came to the door. And the boy that answered the door came and ran and told Jesus, hey, uh, your mother and your brothers are outside. And the Bible says that Jesus got up and he looked around and he said, who is my mother? Who is my brother? But those that fulfill, come on, those that walk in, those that fulfill the will of the Father, those that walk in the commands of God, those who get their eyes out of the rear view. Those are my brothers and sisters. Those are my mothers. Those 
are the ones. Those are the ones. And then at verse 62, Jesus said unto him, No man having put his hand to the plow and looking back, no man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Put his hands to the plow means nobody having started to do the work of the kingdom. This is what he's saying. No man having started to do the work for the kingdom, but looking back to where he should, where he want to go, or who he used to be, as in the mindset to return to it. Let's get that clear. As in a mindset to return to it. Because if I reflect on what I used to be and now where I am, I'm going to stand stronger in God. If I reflect or I look back for a testimony to share with someone that can bring Jesus Christ from 2,000 years ago to what is he able to do now through my testimony and through the power of his blood, then I can reflect, I can look back and testify. But if I have the mindset to return, that's a that that's a that's what we call a compound word. Return. Return. That means to go back. If I have the mindset to return, to turn my whole body and shift it to go back, as as Peter says, a dog returning to his own vomit. Mm, I don't know about y'all, but vomit tastes nasty. I done threw up before. I done had hangovers, you know. So I'm here to tell y'all, vomit, vomit tastes horrible. And so, get out your rear view. It was amazing that as I was going through this, the Lord was hitting me with so much revelation. I was like, I was overwhelmed at one point. But not overwhelmed in a negative way, overwhelmed with joy because the Lord would choose me to give such revelation to get such revelation from it and um, well, first, one of the first things he showed me and I want to at this particular point if you have the ability to type your to type in these points please type them in uh, if you have the ability to write them down please write them down I'm going to walk through this real quick and we're going to close out and be done at verse 57 it says and it came to pass as they went in away Number one, we said this, but I want you to write this down. These men were already following Jesus, and now it was time for Jesus to put their feet to the fire. They were already walking with Jesus, but now was the time for Jesus to put their feet to the fire. What is it in your life right now? You feeling a little burned and a little antsy and you just know the Lord is telling you to do it. What is it? Is it is it birth in the ministry? Is it praying more and interceding for others? Is it a fast that you refuse to go on? It, what is it? Is it stepping away from that clique in the church to keep gossiping? What is it? What is it that he's putting your feet to the fire that he's saying, come with me? Putting your hands to the plow. Mm, put your hands to the plow. Number two, I want you to write this down. Not only was he putting their feet, don't write this down, but putting their feet to the fire, but listen, write this. To see where their hearts were and what they were willing to sacrifice. To see where their hearts were at, where their hearts were, and what were they willing to sacrifice. What are we willing to sacrifice today? Are you willing to sacrifice it? Are you willing to put down the plate for a minute to really see the power of God move in your life? Are you willing to stop spending, to budget out everything that's going on and to focus on uh, being a good steward on your money? Are you willing to really step away from what God told you to step away from so that he can walk you into your purpose? Are we willing are we willing to give up yesterday for tomorrow? Are you willing to give up yesterday for tomorrow? We cannot 
continue to dwell in yesterday. See, you see, I don't have to go back to the place for my mind to be back in the place. Uh, I believe it was, baby, was that T.D. Jakes that said our mind leaves before our body does? Yeah, T.D. Jakes gave a real powerful word. He was talking about how in marriages, how some men, men leave, or women, men and women leave their husband and wife far before they actually leave. Their mind leaves. And I submit to you today that you didn't have to, you, you can be in the church and your mind be in the past. You can be in the body of Christ, but your mind be in the strip club. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. You can be in the pulpit, but struggling with pornography. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is the mindset of the rear view, the rear view mindset. Somebody take your phone off mute and said, leave them in the rear view. Take your phone off mute. Say, leave them in the rear view. Leave them in the rear view. Leave them in the rear view. Leave him in the rear view. Leave the dead man in the rear view. Leave the old man in the rear view. Leave your past in the rear view. Leave who you used to be in the rear view. Leave your old friends in the rear view. Leave the ones that ain't willing to follow you as you follow Christ. Leave them in the rear view. Ain't none of them going to face God for you. None of them going to take your stripes for you. No one's going to take your judgment or your rewards. You and I will stand before God on our own. What is going on? Can y'all hear me? Amen. Amen. Okay. Amen. My um and and then, okay, so And so there's nothing there that is going to promote you into your next. There's nothing there that is going to get you. Watch this. At verse, and watch this as we scroll down to verse 58. It says, and unto him, unto him a certain man came and said, Lord, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said unto him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Listen, foxes often meant evil men. Literally, Jesus told, told, um, his, told his disciples to tell that fox Herod, he was talking about a sly man, a sneaky man, an evil man. Birds of the air often have to do with fly, Beelzebub. Flies are demons that fly, wicked birds of the air. And so what was Jesus really saying? But they have nests. He was saying, the Holy Spirit showed me, he was saying, evil-minded men have homes and demons have regions. But God's holy son who came to save all of mankind, has no stable place to rest his head. Let me say that again. Evil men have homes, and demons have regions. But God's holy son, who came to save all of mankind, has no stable place to rest his head. He had no body to rest his head upon. There was no body for him to rest his head upon. He had not established the body of Christ and all things had yet to be fulfilled. 
Are we allowing ourselves to be a functional part of the body that Jesus can rest upon? Are we allowing ourselves to be in a position to be used by God so that the head can rest on us so that we can move in the power of God? This cannot happen if we're focused on the rear view. This cannot happen if we're living behind us. This cannot happen if we, are, if we refuse to move in the purposes what God has planned for us, the direction that God has revealed to us, the power that God has anointed us in, the mantles that God has given us, the uplifting and the strength and the grace of the power that he has blessed us with. If we don't move in it, if we don't decree it, and if we don't receive it, but continue to stay in the past, we will never be able to move in what he called us to do. Another thing he showed me about that passage was he said, Jesus was saying, if you roll with me, there will be challenges as we walk together. It might be a little cold sometimes. Money might be low sometimes. Money might be high sometimes. We might have what we need, but then we may have, we may not have what we want. But I am here. What else was he saying? He was saying, the world will hate you because you love me and it hated me first. See, if you roll with me, the world will hate you. If you roll with me, you're going to see, watch this, you, this is the next point. He says, can you watch the wicked people appear to have everything while we appear to have nothing? Appear. Appearance is not everything. You and I both know, and I can tell you from a personal testimony, you know, walking around looking like a million bucks with about $2 in my pocket. Yes, sir. Uh -huh, yeah, appearance isn't everything. You can find a man that has, a billion, has billions of dollars. What was that guy named? Um, he was a pilot. I don't know, it was Howard something. Um, and this guy was a multi-billionaire, but he died in the alley in the alley, in the alley, and he had been eating out of garbage cans. But he had been so worried, thinking everybody was out to get him for his money. And so he, he died in a state of depression and separation from God. God says, can you be content with whatever I give you? Can you be content? Can we be content with whatever God gives us? Hmm. Hmm. Listen, listen, listen. He says, and another, in Matthew 8, 21, he said, and another of his disciples said unto him, Lord, allow me first to go back and bury my father. So now we have a scribe that's a disciple, and we have what the Lord, what Matthew's gospel is telling us, is also a disciple. So everyone at this time went in a way with him. They are all following him to learn of God and to be his disciples. And obviously, if they're called disciples, they have been following him for some time at this point. And he said unto him, Lord, allow me to first go and bury my father. That is, this is powerful stuff. And he says, go. The Holy Spirit says, back. That word implied go means go back. This is not the season to go back. And watch this. And he said to another, follow me. <laughs> Listen, he is being called. Write this down. He is being called. And instead of going forward in the call of Jesus, he keeps looking backwards.
He keeps looking backwards. And not only is he looking backwards, but he's looking backwards with excuses. The reason that the Holy Spirit wants you to know that it's a father, the reason the Holy Spirit wants you to know that it's a house, because remember, at my home, at my house, house implies more than one thing. House is not just a building. House implies relative. House implies family. House implies ownership. House implies things that we have. These are the things that we seem to have the hardest thing, time of letting go. Even though when we were there, it was a horrible time. Addiction, pain, betrayal, backstabbing, manipulation, inward pain, outward pain, death, murder, decay, everywhere around us. Yet, we want to go back to Egypt where the garlics and the leeks are and the melons and the bondage and the slavery the entrapments the tormenting where the bottle never quenched our thirst in the rear view get out your rear view get out your rear view let me ask you a question Holy Spirit wants he told me to ask you this Write this down. What happens when God calls us and we don't answer? Hey, 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 welcome back. Welcome back to Now the Living Word Ministries. This is that time and that season where we get prepared going into Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. There are things that we want to do for you. We want to pray for you and your family. We want to pray and intercede for your lost loved ones, for those that are hurting, those that are addicted to drugs, those that have been hurt and bruised, those who have gone through the rigorous pains of life, those who have the hurts and hidden traumas that they don't normally want to share with anyone. By doing this, we fulfill the law of God. And so what I want to invite you to do is to reach out to us at our gmail as now t-l-w-m-i-n now n-o-w t-l-w-m-i-n at gmail.com send us send us your prayer requests send us the name of your loved one and we will pray for them and we will pray for them and we will pray for them so that the power of God, you can see the power of God move in your life. We will pray for you. We will intercede for you. We will do what the Lord has called us to do. Now, the living word. Now is the time. Now, we are here for you. Now, God has released us to pray. Also, we're opening a prayer room on an app. The app spells Callin, C-A-L-L-I-N. That's C-A-L-L-I-N, Callin. Download that app and look for Now Prayer Warriors. We're about to open up and I'm excited. To do the will of the Lord Because I know that by doing the will of the Lord Everything that he has Promised to be Or to happen In this season of our lives Will happen 
And so, to remember that app is calling on the Google and the App Store with iPhone with the um, iPhone operating system. Don't miss out on your breakthrough, your blessing, your healing, and a word of encouragement, a word of prayer, a word of faith, a word of love, a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, a word of increase, a word of expectation, a word of preparation for the things to come. I just want to sign off for you, signing off for myself, my beautiful wife, and our lovely daughter. Listen, God loves you, and there is none greater than he. God is your God. He says, call unto me, and I shall show you great mighty things that you do not know of God is here for you and we're we'll stand in agreement with you here at now the living word ministries where we believe no one should go without the living word no one should go without peace in Jesus name so if you understand my voice and you have not receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and after hearing this word you say you know what I need Jesus in my life there's strangers all around me there's serpents and snakes and evil people and I need Christ now what I want you to do right now is repeat after me say Heavenly Father I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ I confess that I am a sinner in need of your salvation. I believe Jesus Christ died for my sins, for every evil thing that I've done. He nailed it to the cross. I believe that you brought him back to life on the third day and took him up to heaven where he is now seating waiting to return I believe you I receive you and I make Jesus Christ the Lord of my life now follow with me Holy Spirit Stand up in me, strengthen me, guide me, teach me, prepare me, anoint me, protect me, direct me, help me to be who I used to be, guide me into who I am called to be. These things I declare and decree, I receive it in Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. If you said those words with me, welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome home. You have come back where you originated from and God is pleased with you. The Bible says that the angels and all of heaven rejoices over one sinner that repents. Over one person who sees the error of who they used to be and comes to Christ to be reborn from above. I love you. We love you here at Now the Living Word Ministries. There's no way out of that. You can't change it, no matter what you do or how hard you try. We love you with the love of God. In Jesus' name, amen.
Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You are now worshiping with and rocking with now the Living Word Ministry. That's now the Living Word Ministry. You heard me now the Living Word Ministries. No one without. Well, we believe no one should go without the gospel. No one should go without truth. No one should go without salvation. No one should go without Jesus Christ. No one should go without food. No one should go without a roof over their head. No one should go without recovery. And that comes through Jesus Christ. Look, I thank you for enduring and staying through this entire program because it was something for you. For those of you that endured, I pray that the Lord bless you and keep you, that the Lord make his face to shine upon you, that the Lord turn his face towards you in favor, in grace and empower you to prosper and give you peace, that he scarred you on all sides, that his sovereign, all powerful right hand cover you, keep you, strengthen you and be your weapon against the adversary in the name of Jesus Christ that you flourish in the name of Jesus Christ that you grow in the name of Jesus Christ that you increase in wisdom in stature in favor with God and favor with man I bless you and I speak the blessings of the Lord Jesus Christ upon your house, the blessings of the Lord Jesus Christ upon your children, the blessings of the Lord Jesus Christ upon your upon your workplace the blessings of the lord jesus christ upon your finances the blessings of the lord jesus christ upon your health the healing of the lord jesus christ upon your loved ones upon your body upon your children in the name of jesus be healed be healed in the name of jesus be healed Cancel every in sickness, cancel all sicknesses, cancel all mental infirmities, cancel all lung depressions, cancel all cancers, cancel all brain diseases, cancel all system diseases, cancel all afflictions, cancel COVID, cancel monkey viruses, cancel monkey pox, cancel chicken pox, cancel it all in the name of Jesus Christ, cancel psychosis, cancel bipolar, cancel manic depressive cancel split personality schizophrenia in the name of Jesus Christ Satan loose your hold in the name of Jesus the Lord Jesus Christ overturn your lie and afflictions now in the name of Jesus yes I know I felt that in the Holy Spirit he said release that I release it over you in your house in the name of Jesus the healing angels are around you in the power of God and the Holy Spirit is healing you from within the healing angels are recovering your flesh in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus, I bless you. In the name of Jesus, I bless you. The Bible in my sword Cause the evil one growling like a lion when he roar I'm ready for the war He won't be me no more In Christ I got the victory It's over for the boy Standing in the spirit He see it and he fear it I'm protected by the blood He can hear it in my lyric When he bring the pain Get rebuked in Jesus name I'm running with his tail so Can't you see our chain? Yeah On the streets I'm Praising. God is amazing, Lord you're so amazed True author of the Bible, he gave man the inspiration God is amazing, Lord you're so amazing Please look out for me And here's my proof God been calling me ever since my youth 
Well, back then, if only I knew Would you overhead store, I would've never run to you Hey, I don't wanna be a rich man I'd rather be Lazarus In the bosom of Abraham With love, peace, and happiness, hey I'd rather be feeble than the camel Try to pass through the eye of a needle for freeing my people, he can't parmate his possessions, then the Lord ain't gonna believe Hey, on the streets I'm praising, God is amazing, Lord is so amazing True author of the Bible, he ain't many inspiration God is amazing, Lord is so amazing The Bible said the meek shall inherit the earth And those whom God has chosen, he has ordained thee for birth Satan knows your worth, he wants to see you cursed Before you come to God, he'd rather see you in the hearse That's why he wants you banging, fornicating and slanging If he can keep you occupied, he can keep you hanging On to a wire, chasing your desire So you can swim eternally with him in the lake of fire Where everybody weeps with gnashing of the teeth No more getting turned up, you'll be burning up with grief Begging for forgiveness, crying for forgiveness Looking to an ending of a pain with no ending Yeah, on the streets I'm praising God is amazing, Lord you're so amazing True author of the Bible, gave many inspiration God is amazing, Lord you're so amazing Please look out for me